Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 229, which we are recording on Thursday, October 8th, 2020. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And it's still 2020. That's, <laughs> that's all I can say. It's been a rough one. It is. You know what's interesting? A couple, it may have been the last episode or two episodes ago, I said something about, I have to have hope that we will be able to get out of the house and wear our sweaters again. And a lot of folks commented on that. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for for listening and for commenting, because gosh, it's hard. (laughs) And we do have to have hope that we'll be able to wear our hand knits amongst groups of our knitting friends again in the future. I agree. (laughs) And this is somewhat knitting adjacent as a subject. I have to see where I put it. So I got a gift recently from my friend Melissa, who I talk about on the podcast fairly regularly. And this is knitting adjacent because she got me an adorable little journal. Found it. I'm in my closet with all sorts of things around me on the floor. So (laughs) I'm kind of buried in my own stuff right now. So this journal is called Live Your Own Wildlife, a journal for humans with advice from animals. So every other page has a little, like, do this to help guide your thoughts kind of thing. And it's super, super cute. I'm going to show Charlene some of the little pictures. Aww. It's really cute. It's all animal-based. And so I'm flipping through, reading all the little prompts, thinking, oh, this is so cute. This is so cute. And then I turn the page, and there is balance, work, and play. And it's a kitty cat knitting. (laughs) Oh, And playing with a yarn ball. Oh, that is so so cute. I don't even think she realized there was knitting in the journal. (laughs) She just saw the little animals and knew it was for me. And then you turn two pages later, and it says, pursue projects that make you feel useful. And it's a cabled pullover sweater next to a sheep. Very cute. It's so cute. So (laughs) you know how sometimes you just wonder what to get as a gift for your knitting friends who you don't necessarily Mm want to get them another skein of yarn or, you know, you're just running out of ideas. Well, I'm going to try to find this online and put a link to it in the show notes because it's really, really cute. Yeah, great idea. So live your own wildlife. (laughs) Super cute. Knitting adjacent. All right. So what are you wearing? I am not wearing it at the moment. But what I did wear this weekend was my Julie's wrap. I actually went to a friend's house where we had a socially distanced little get together. We sat in the yard with a few friends and we were quite spaciously seated from one another and had a little chatting time. It was really nice. Kind of FaceTime, (laughs) you know, as in getting to see each other's faces. So that was nice. Uh, And a a big change. I haven't been able to see many people or have any sort of get-togethers in the past few months at all. So that was really nice and exciting. And I wore my Julie's wrap as it got colder when the sun went down and I wrapped it around myself and I really, really like it. Now I want to make another. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, it's really, I love that one. It's got all the, the Julie's wrap is a, a rectangular shawl that I finished a few, couple episodes ago. And it had a very simple garter stitch rectangle middle and then it has a knit on edging all the way around in twisted rib and then little bobbly bits on the edges which (laughs) i i enjoy knitting i know a lot of people don't enjoy knitting but for me it was not a problem and it was well worth it because the finished look is very cool so that's julie's wrap by hoi locatelli that's what i was wearing what have you been wearing gail Well, for the second day in a row, because I don't go anywhere and nobody sees me in public, (laughs) I am wearing my super simple sweater, also by Hohi Lucadilly, super simple summer sweater. There were four S's, but mine's with slub yarn, so five S's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So this is the one I knit with Western Sky Knits fingering slub yarn in cupcake, 
and held doubled with Quince and Company, Phoebe? Let me see, I wrote it down. Chickadee, their Chickadee. sport weight. Okay. So it is basically a really, really cute sweatshirt. It's an oversized, positive ease, super comfortable. I gave it a split hem with a little bit longer in the back look, and I love it. It goes with all my work from home clothes, which are sweatpants and pajama bottoms so. <laughs> <laughs> and joggers. Every once in a while, I'll put on a cute pair of joggers. So well, it just makes me feel a little bit more dressed up. Yes. And it looks so. very cute on you. Thank you. It makes me happy to wear it because it has all those little pops of bright colors. Yeah, for sure. I really and enjoy that about the look of the slug. <laughs> I've been looking at other thing, other potential things I might be able to knit with the same <laughs> similar combination of yarn. Mm-hmm. Leading us right into what are you stocking? <laughs> well, not exactly stocking it this week, but I wanted to mention it because when I knit this pattern, it didn't have a name and it hadn't been released. But the Bowen pattern from Elizabeth Doherty has been released when I made it back in, I think it was July. I was just calling it my Kestrel cardigan. and. I did indeed finish it uh, sort of as a test knit. I was also doing some tech editing for Elizabeth at the time. So I was making my way through the pattern and I decided just to go ahead and knit it as well. And this was a super quick cardigan to make. That was one of the first things I noticed about it because it's knit at Aaron White. So 16 stitches to four inches. It really flew off the needles. I'm used zoom, to knitting, zoom, yes, <laughs> I'm used to knitting fingering weight garments. This just zoomed off the needles, so it was wonderful. But it's an open front cardigan with Elizabeth's signature braid on the back, three-quarter sleeves. It's got a really nice collar, a like a, it's not quite a shawl collar, but the col same collar goes all the way around up and over the back of the neck and down again. Really nice. It's got a new design for her for the set in sleeves, which I really like, really appreciate. They look great and they match exactly. And I, I was able to follow the pattern quickly and easily. And like I said, because the gauge is so big, it didn't feel like there were that many stitches to pick up when I went around the sleeve. And yet, look, I have a whole sleeve. <laughs> nice. So that was nice. So I do have a pattern or a, a photo. I mean, I do have a photo on my project page. You, If you look at the Bowen pattern, it will be linked from it, it's in the projects there. Anyway, on Ravelry. So that is Bowen by Elizabeth Doherty. The second thing I am stalking. Oh, let's see. I did a Zoom event with Shibui. I, not with Shibui. I just joined into their Zoom event and watched their Zoom event. And they were introducing a new yarn and some pattern support to go with this yarn. And I saw a sweater there by Shelly Anderson, who is a new to me designer. But when I looked her up on Ravelry, I did see that she mostly designs patterns for the Shibui pattern support catalog. And this pullover sweater is called Beacon. And let's see, her description from the pattern page is it's a bat wing pullover with dramatic side and shoulder shaping, knit partially in the round, part flat, so there's some seaming. The bat wing is a very different style for me, and sometimes I don't like garments with that construction, but this one I particularly liked because I felt that the bat wing was somewhat offset by the long cuff of the, of the wrist that goes from the wrist almost up to the elbow. Kind of like how the large body of Hohi Locatelli's boxy sweater 
is offset by what Gail and I often call the little Tyrannosaurus arm sleeves. So I kind of feel if if both the sleeve and the body were big and boxy and baggy, then I probably wouldn't like it as much. But the skinny sleeve on the beacon, like the boxy, kind of offsets it and neatens it up a little bit for me. So this one I do like. It's it's That's a cute. Uh, yeah, it's a bat wing sweater that I do like. So it is knit like I said, partially in the round, part flat, some seaming, and it uses a worsted weight yarn, which I have no idea what I would use for this. I'm thinking that it's if I want to make it from stash, it's going to have to be a combo of yarns, maybe a fingering and a fingering knit together to get this weight. Because as of now, the best case scenario is to use something from Stash, right? <laughs> so, nope. yeah, we'll see. I love the sample. I don't know if it's a dark blue or a gray or a black. Yeah, it looks, but I, it, looks it, navy on my phone. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. And so for some reason, I really love it in navy. I don't think I have any thing that's that dark in my stash so I won't be able to achieve quite that look if I knit from stash we'll see how that goes I haven't started pulling out skeins and really seriously searching so that is Beacon by Shelley Anderson and then the third thing I am stocking this one is an odd one because I looked it up the other day I actually Gail and I you and I chatted a little bit about this. It's a new cardigan designed by Bon Marie Burns. Mm -hmm. And I saw it on Instagram. And then I looked it up on Ravelry and I was doing my show notes and wrote down the information about it. And then today I went to look for it again. Or maybe actually it was yesterday because Gail and I were going to record yesterday and then we had to cancel and now we're recording today. But I went and checked on it yesterday and I couldn't find the pattern. Oh. Yeah. And I thought, oh, okay, something's weird here. The pattern is gone. And then today I found it again. But the odd thing is now it's got a different name. <laughs> Oh. from the one that I had originally written down in my notes. So I'm very confused. It is originally when I saw it on Instagram, it was called Chloe. Chloe, not Chloe, just Chloe, K-L-O. And that was the name that I searched for on Ravelry. Couldn't find it, couldn't find it. And then now I found the same sweater, but it's called Klee. So it's gone from Chloe to Klee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I perhaps I have no idea. It, it was just very strange because even yesterday or maybe it was this morning now I can't remember the exact sequence of events. But the first time I found it the the title for the pattern page said Klee and then it called it Clo in the text. So that was very confusing. But if you're looking for it, it's a new pattern by Bon Marie <laughs> Burns. We'll call it the Cloakley. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a DK weight jacket style cardigan. And it looks like it has maybe knitting going in somewhat different directions. Her description says it's modular so that each part of the sweater expands from the previous part of the sweater. So I assume that maybe you knit one part and then perhaps pick up stitches from one part and knit the second part. It looks like the below the waist, what I typically call the skirt part of the sweater, is knit in straight stockinette up and down. But perhaps above the waist, the yoke section, part of that may be knit sideways across. I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. It definitely looks like there's some some different directional knitting 
going on there. It's, which is very cool. I can't tell whether the collar is knit on or knit as you go, but like it says, it says modular. So perhaps you knit that. I don't know, first or independently, who knows? The disappointing thing is that there are no projects for this sweater oh, at all. Really? Yeah, no finished objects, at least as of this morning when I looked. Hopefully, there'll be some coming because usually people have, or usually designers have a couple folks knit, knit the design, testing it to make sure their pattern is understandable and everything. So, and it's also nice, aside from that, it's just nice for knitters like me to see finished design. So hopefully there will be some coming and perhaps that will be coming now that the pattern page is back up, if it indeed, in fact, disappear and then reappear, which I'm not sure about. <laughs> well, and she's kind of an old school designer, so perhaps she didn't have a big test knit for it because you and I have both knit patterns of hers that are well over 10 years old. Yeah. Think of like the Ribby Pulley and the Mondo Cable Vest. Yeah. And yeah. Sitcom, sitcom chic. chic. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So a lot of people so. who are listening may never have even heard of her. Right. Yeah. Right. She was not a super prolific designer, but she Mm-mm. just had a very cool aesthetic that was just casual, very but simple. you could dress it up. Yeah. 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 I, I never found her designs to be too fussy. And a lot of them have very, what I would call classic elements. So Mm -hmm. they don't, they're not going to be out of style in five years. It looks like something that you could wear with a pair of jeans or with a skirt in a pretty timeless fashion. So yeah, I agree. So that is Clee, perhaps Chloe by Bon Marie Burns. What are you stocking, Gail? Well, later today, I will be stocking with Josie. Blanket patterns, because Ooh, my yay. children have now become addicted to my hand knits, apparently. <laughs> Last night, I went to say goodnight to Josie, and she said, oh, I just realized what you could get me for Christmas. And I said, great, what can I get you? And she said, you can knit me a blanket. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome. It will be awesome. So that's going on the list of different things my children have requested, which is very sweet. I'm happy to knit for all of them. They are very knit worthy. What so, kind of yarn are you thinking of using? We have no idea. Hmm. It's just an inkling of an idea right yeah. now. Yeah. So things that I'm actually stocking, because I've been looking for rectangular wraps, thanks to Charlene's <laughs> Julie's wrap, but that don't have a ton of twisted rib, which I would <laughs> rather not knit, rather almost than anything not knit. I've been looking for rectangular wraps and I came across one that I'd seen before and didn't register it at the time. It's the Burrow Wrap by Kay Jones of the Bakery Bears. And it's very simple, kind of similar to Julie's Wrap in some ways. Well, one way, it's a long piece of garter (laughs) with some attached edging. So on this one, she uses nine different colors, held double, nine different colors of fingering. She used KKKPM. What's the name of that? Koigu. Koigu, thank you. And she held it doubled with one strand of mohair silk fingering, Kitsil Kate's. And it's so pretty. So it's a long strip of garter stitch with eyelets between the different colors when she, when you switch colors. And then on the edging, it has stripes and pico bind off on the long sides. And on the short sides, there are tassels. So it's basically all the wonderful things that I love and (laughs) no twisted rib. Yay. (laughs) Super excited. And I spent part of the day Saturday and part of the day Sunday deciding, oh, do I buy mohair silk to do this or do I not? Do I just do it in fingering? I went back and forth and back and forth and I decided I'm just going to do it. So I ordered (laughs) cream colored kid silk haze because I really want it to go with these different skeins. As you can maybe imagine in my stash, I have a lot of single skeins of pink in various 
variegated and speckles. And I buy these single skeins thinking, oh, they'll go so well with my other skeins, I'll be able to do a fade. But you get them home and of course, they're not the same shades and <laughs> they don't really match. And so I've had these five or six skeins of yarn floating around my stash for years that I just knew someday something would come along yeah. that would work well with them. And this is the perfect opportunity to knit. It won't be all of each skein because the Koigu, I think it's 175 or 195 yards per skein. They're a much smaller put up. And I have full-sized fingering weight skeins, so 400 to 400 plus yards per skein. But Robbie, boxy knit gal, our moderator and good friend, she's knitting a boxy scrappy version with scraps of her own personal favorites of blues and teals and stuff. Yeah, so this is going to give me scraps to knit a scrappy boxy. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Ulterior motive. So I'm kind of stocking two things at the same time. Very cool. So that's the Burrow Wrap by Kay Jones. I'm also stocking a new design by Kate Davies. She just released two new patterns that are part of a project called 10 Years in the Making. And it's a subscription book type of release. She'll have 12 new patterns and four re-releases. And the re-releases are of her owl's sweater, which I know you've knit. Oh, yeah. I love paper that dolls. sweater. Paper oh, I dolls. love paper dolls, too, exactly. although I've never knit it. Neither have I. So I know that her first version of that, I, I've read many notes on those. Mm-hmm. And people had trouble with the color work. So I'm imagining yeah. her re-release. She probably improved it. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And then her Carbeth cardigan and pullover, re-releases of those as well. So the two new ones, the first one is Riot, W-R-Y-I-T. And it is a beautiful DK weight pullover with gorgeous cables down the front and back center. And it's it can be crew neck, funnel neck, or turtleneck. And she knit it, I want to say it's a cream-colored natural yarn, and it's just beautiful. It's one of those just classic cabled pullovers with the turtleneck, and I love it. I fell in love with it instantly when I saw it. And it calls for DK, but I have the sweater quantity of Cormo Sport from Sincere Sheep in the navy blue that I got at Stitches last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to swatch with that and see if I can get gauge. Oh, and if yay. not, I might be able to knit a different size to get what I want. So I'm excited about that, an opportunity to use a sweater quantity that I can't wait to use because it's so squishy (laughs) and beautiful. And again, that's Riot by Kate Davies. And then the other one, I noticed it when it first came out. And then for some reason, it crossed my radar again. It's called Eves by Kate Oates. I don't think she released it that long ago. It's a really, really cool cardigan that she knits in a tube because it's a lot of color work at the very top. And then you steak it for both the front, which is a big shawl collar, and the sleeves. So it's literally a tube where you steak sleeves and front. Oh, that's interesting. It's knit in biche bouche yarn, the fingering you and I each have Mm -hmm. a sweater quantity of. And then the color work is only at the top and it's subtle and pretty. I think they're, it's kind of floral leaning and it's really unique because not only of the way you steak it, but then the front is a big shawl collar that goes all the way around. And the bottom of the sweater, she has a really beautiful squishy cable in the rib. So it just has these interesting design elements to it that I really like. And the sleeves, it's, I should say, the drop sleeve, it's a very oversized positive ease sweater. So the sleeves, drop sleeves, you are shorter. They're not T-Rex sleeves. I mean, they're full length, but it's just beautiful. Hmm. And I was looking through the projects and a user, Aunt Kimmy, who I've seen her on Ravelry for years and years, I think I've even purchased D-Stash yarn from her before. She knit one in the same pink I have of Biche Bouche. It's beautiful. She oh, did cool. light gray, dark gray, and a medium pink for oh, the color work. Wow. And it's breathtaking. It is so pretty. 
Okay, I'm going to have to look that one up because the physics of the steaking, I'm still focused on that, trying to figure out the spatial relationship between the sleeve and the body. <laughs> it's really cool, I have to huh. say. I thought it was really cool. And the whole, I'm not afraid of steaking at all. I've done it a couple times. So that doesn't intimidate me. And Biche Bouche yarn is very sticky. Very sticky. Yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't run the risk. I know there are instructions in the pattern for doing a crochet reinforcement before mm -hmm. you steak. Mm -hmm. But because it's a sticky yarn, those stitches aren't going to just unravel on you when no, you steak. And if you don't know, steak means that you cut your knitting. So it's a technique, especially for knitting in the round. So you knit your project in the round and then you cut it and then you add on button bands or whatever the treatment is instead of trying to knit flat for color work. So that's what steaking is. So you do cut, you take scissors to your knitting. So it's a little unnerving the first time you do it. <laughs> a lot of people like to practice on a swatch and you just, it saves a lot of time in the end because purling with color work is a little bit different. So it's a fun technique, interesting construction. I really like Kate Oates' aesthetic with her knits. I have a lot of her things in my queue, and I've knit some of her baby patterns, but not the adult versions mm -hmm. yet. So that's Eves, E-A-V-E-S, by Kate Oates. Okay. All right, what have you been knitting? I am... Still working away on my Live Light. I have knit and bound off the body. It's nice. top down, so I've gone top to bottom. The bottom is shaped with short rows so that the open fronts overlap at the bottom. They're a little bit angled so that the bottom is longer and it overlaps at the bottom and then doesn't necessarily overlap at the top. So it's got those little triangular corners at the bottom, which are very cool. And I need to still have one sleeve to do. I did finish one sleeve. So I have a sleeve and then the picked up neckband, which goes all the way around and over the top. I was a little nervous. I wouldn't have enough yarn for the whole sweater, but I knew that if I did run short, it wasn't going to be a problem to find something that went with it for the neckband, the button band. Uh, so if that has to be partial or all a different color, I can do that. But then again, I may have enough. I've, I've got a couple partials left. Yeah, I've got a couple, several partials left. So it, it, I haven't even, haven't weighed it. It may be that I have a whole skein left and still have the sleeve and the collar. And if there's almost a whole skein, then I've got enough. So I could be good to go. We'll see. Um, we'll see how long it takes me to do, to do that last sleeve because I cast on something else. That <laughs> 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 so that is Live Light by Carrie Bostick Hodge. And then the second thing that I have just cast on, and I should let Gail talk about this because this was actually something that Gail had started stocking and then I was looking at it and I happened to have a yarn that I thought would work really perfect for it. And I said, well, maybe I'll knit it too. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and talk about it. Um, it's called KP Pullover and it's a pattern by Ari, who Gail and I stock all the time, Ari Shimizu, and we have, let's see, I didn't write down what else we've stocked, but her name has been mentioned on the podcast many times. This particular pullover has a top-down construction and a somewhat unique shoulder construction. As I started reading through the pattern, I was trying to visualize how it all worked out and on the pattern page on Ravelry, she's got a perfect photo, the second photo, of this leave construction coming off of the shoulder. When you increase off the shoulder, there's one center line that goes down across your shoulder, and then it splits, and you start increasing 
and it creates a triangular line that goes down your shoulder. I'm not sure if that's a great description, but it's different. I don't know what you call this sleeve or yeah, a sleeve construction. Do you know, Gail? No, it's like a comp an interesting take on a raglan because instead of doing yeah. the four increased spots at the same time, she separates them. So you're doing yeah. the body increases all by themselves, and then you stop doing those and do the sleeve increases all by yeah, themselves. Yeah, it's really interesting. And yeah, you cool. actually hit a part where you're doing body and sleeve, and then just body and body and sleeve. Yeah, it's interesting. But it's also, you get these very clean, delineated line across the top of the shoulder and then down the front and the back of the sleeve, but it's not even a perfect raglan because it's not positioned where a raglan would be. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like a drop shoulder the way it's positioned on the model on the pattern page. So I'm not sure what kind of construction this is and what you would call it. It's somewhat a cross between drop shoulder and raglan, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to have to see how it fits me because Mm -hmm. it's very, very oversized on the sample and on the pattern page. And mine is coming out quite big. It looks pretty oversized. So we'll just have to see how it fits. I'm very excited about it, though. I'm not sure about the neckband on mine. I may end up having to cut my neckband and re-knit it if it's too wide. We'll see. Oh, you think yours is too wide? I almost think mine looks too small, <laughs> which is weird. Well, we did a different cast on because yeah, you had said... I was too lazy you, to do a tubular cast you d- Yes. And <laughs> Literally. I didn't I didn't cast mine on for several days because I was I'd never felt like sitting down and starting the tubular cast on because that's something that I really have to focus on when I do it. I can only look at that and do that. So I had to wait until I had some time, quiet time alone during the day to do that. And when I finally Does that exist? Barely, quiet time alone uh, during the ex- day? Exactly. That's <laughs> no wonder it, it took, took you so long, long to cast time. it on. Yep. <laughs> So once I finally knit a couple inches past that, I kind of feel like it, in addition to being that nice looking start for ribbing, it's also a little bit looser perhaps than a long tail cast on would have been. Yeah. So I'm going to have to see if it's too loose. And yeah. I'm just going to have to see. So that is KP Pullover by Ari. And what yarn are you using? I am using a Holst yarn called Super Soft, which I've had in my stash for a little while now, but it's the first time I am using Super Soft. And one of the, it's 100% wool. And when you knit with it, off the ball it is not super soft because (laughs) there's a lot of spinning yarn spinning yarn spinning you could have seen the expression on charlotte's face (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of spinning oil still in the yarn so i washed it once after i swatched it and it came out much better, but I have a feeling that it's only going to improve with washings, somewhat like the Noble yarn, where I washed it. I washed, I remember when, when I finished that sweater, I washed it twice. And I washed it twice because it was obvious that there was a lot of spinning oil in the wool, because when you wash it, you'll, it'll, it comes out like dirt. Ooh. Yeah, and so the, the, the water gets a little brown, and I wanted to wash it again, and the yarn completely transformed after the second wash. And I have a feeling that this one, likewise, this will 
probably happen with this because with a name like Super Soft, you figure it probably is Super Soft once you wash it and get the spinning oil out. So <laughs> I hope so. Yes. And let's see. So that is KP Pullover. What are you knitting, Gail? So my version of the KP Pullover, I am knitting in Madeline Tosh Prairie, which is a single ply lace weight yarn in the colorway Copper Pink, which is a brownish leaning. It would have been perfect for Colors of Fall, rose tan, basically, mm-hmm. with speckles. And I love it. It's so pretty. And I'm knitting a larger size than I normally would have because I'm my gauge is smaller because I'm using lace weight instead of fingering or light fingering, which is what the pattern calls for. Mm-hmm. So I did my swatch very carefully and did some gauge math before I cast my version on. And one of the things I love about the sweater is that the slit, so split hem, and that it's more like a slit, I think, because it starts really high on the sweater. So I have a high waist, and that's where the slit will start. So it is really open. If, how do you even describe that? It's not open and flowy necessarily, but it's well, the, it covers a lot while still giving your body room to breathe. Yeah, definitely. There we go. So the other thing that I'm knitting new from the last episode is the pressed flowers shawl that I talked about, patterned by Amy Christopher's. I decided that even though I don't wear my shawls as often as I should, We will have a wear your shawls challenge at some point so that I will have peer pressure to encourage (laughs) me to wear my shawls. And the pattern was just too tempting to not cast it on. I saw a version from someone I'm friends with on Ravelry. I know she used to be a listener. I'm not sure if she is anymore. Her name is Sue. And hers was a dark, dark, dark gray with a light blue flower. And I saw that and thought, that's exactly what I want. So I went stash diving and I had three skeins of Madeline Tosh High Twist, which is a DK weight in the colorway Leopard, which is almost black. It's such a dark gray. It's almost black. And then I was looking through my stash and I thought, I don't want pink this time. Shock. And so I was looking. Charlene had given me a beautiful skein of yarn for my birthday. Neighborhood Fiber Company's Rustic Fingering in the colorway Bentaloo, which is a really, really light purple. And I had another skein in my stash, deep stash, single skein of Tosh Merino Light in the colorway Moonstone, which if you've ever seen a moonstone, they're kind of purpley gray. So the light purple held doubled with this light purpley gray is so pretty. Yeah. So I'm holding those doubled to get the DK weight to go with my high twist from Madeline Tosh. And it's so pretty. Oh my gosh, it makes me so happy to knit. (laughs) It's just gorgeous. And it's fun to knit. I initially, when I cast on, I thought, oh, this is going to take a lot of brain power. I probably won't finish it for another year. But it's very intuitive knitting. To get the flower, it's all slip stitches. So you only have one color per row. There's no traditional color work to think about. And the pattern, the repeat is very easy to memorize. I don't even really need to look at the chart, which for me is is astonishing because usually <laughs> I have to look at charts yeah, and I can go a couple I days. Too. Yeah, I can, I have trouble memorizing that kind of thing, but I can go a couple days in between picking it up and just be able to work work another cool. round of flowers. So cool. it's beautiful. I love it. Charlene sent me a picture last night of someone who did it with a gradient colorway for the flowers and it was so pretty oh my gosh i just love it so much so pressed flowers by amy christophers and i have to say so when we recorded the last time and i said oh amy christophers i've never knit a sweater by her blah 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 well i knit the felix pullover this year by <laughs> amy christopher <laughs> so my brain is not working quite as well as i want it to in the year 2020 so yep. That happens. Amy Christopher's. Yep. <laughs> and I've been looking at her Felix cardigan, the whole want to knit something else with slub yarn again. I'm looking at her Felix cardigan pattern 
as an option for that. So stay tuned. Maybe that will be on the needle sometime too. Cool. <laughs> we would like to thank our sponsor for the month of October, Fix-A-Stitch. Ever face the tedious task of having to drop down and correct a mistake in your knitting? The Fix-A-Stitch is here to help. It's a double-ended tool that uses a patented method to change stitches from knit to purl or purl to knit quick and easy. Check our website for great tutorials and other ways to use it. The tool comes in a package of three for light, medium, or bulky weights, and a lace weight tool is sold separately. Fix-A-Stitch is available at local yarn shops around the country, and more information is available at www.fixastitch.com. I love those little tools. Yeah. They come in handy very, very often lately. Yes, for me. they do. And they're bright, bright pink. So you can see them in your tool bag very easily. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Very good Yeah. Point. A lot of times tools will be a, a pale color or a dull color, or it's something that just blends in. But I can see this one in my tool bag right away. I always like that and appreciate that about it. <laughs> Like my bright pink little yeah, snips that same, I have right here. Same theory. Yeah. Same idea. All right, so what have you finished since the last episode? I have finished my Mira's cowl, which Yay. is, as I've mentioned before, I've had it going for several episodes. It's an easy pattern by Ba Yarn. You cast on your stitches, you knit and purl the first round, and then you just continue in the knit purl pattern for as long as you want, <laughs> for however tall of a cowl you want. And I used the new Got Certified Organic Yarn from Neighborhood Fiber Company, decided I really love this base. I love the twist. If you want to hear more about this base. Gail and I talk about it on our previous episode, 228, but we really, I really enjoyed working with it. And the cowl pattern, if you're looking for easy zoom knitting, I recommend it for that because, or even travel knitting, because you won't need to look at your pattern. It's just zoom, 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 and it's not pure stockinette. There is a lot of stockinette, but it's a little bit of back and forth between knit and purl, so it's not completely boring. And that's the only thing I've finished. What have you finished, Gail? I am literally 19 <laughs> stitches away from being done with Little Miss Rainbow. The sweater I'm knitting for Olivia, and it's by Celine Croix-Lore, and I think it turned out really, really cute. I modified the pattern here and there to better match the one that I knit for Alex, Las Carabe Blue. And I think it looks pretty darn similar. They, they were never meant to be matchy-matchy. So they're the perfect complement to each other. And the only hiccup was after I finished the body, I sent a picture to Alex and it's a top-down sweater. <laughs> so the very first part you cast on is the collar. And the collar was in tweed. I bound off the rest of the sweater in purple. And she said, oh, well, won't there be purple on the collar too? <laughs> I just thought, oh, no, you have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so I told her, I said, um, well, I can probably do an I-cord bind off along the top, similar to the bind off on your sweater. What do you think? And she said, well, it would really bring it more together if there was more purple in the collar than that. And after looking at it, I thought, you know, she's really right. <laughs> so I got over my, how am I going to fix this? I consulted Charlene and Robbie and some other knitting friends that I trust <laughs> for things like this, the emergency, what do I do situation? And I did sweater surgery. So I picked up the stitches right below the collar and it's a garter collar. And I'd done two by two ribbing everywhere else. So I got to change that as well. So I picked up that last row of stitches and then I cut off the collar and I knit back up from there in purple in a two by two rib. So now the whole edging of the sweater matches. And other than that, it went very smoothly. So that was the only thing I had to kind of quote redo unquote. But other than that, it's adorable and 
It's soft and squishy, and I can't wait to send it to them. Alex has been such a cute, knitworthy recipient. They went to a housewarming party. I don't know how you do that amid COVID, but that's beside the point. And <laughs> she and Olivia were wearing their hand-knit sweaters, and that was We Malia, the one that I knit for Olivia previously, and they call it the cuteness cloak. And they had matching boots on. So Alex found this little pair of brown little girl booties. And Alex was wearing her high booties. And they were wearing their matching, not matching sweaters, but their hand knits. And it was very, very cute. (laughs) So Alex takes it pretty seriously. So I've got to appreciate that at least. It's a very fall outfit. I love it. That's exactly (laughs) what the plan was. Alex is one of these who likes to do family pictures a lot. And this is the family picture outfit. So I'm excited. So that's Little Miss Rainbow. Very fun little pattern. Highly recommend it. All right. And we have Colors of Fall wrap up to do. It's so exciting. It is exciting. I have to say that for me, the Colors of Fall was turned out to be a little a little emotional a little more than usual i don't i don't think it i've ever felt emotional about it before but because of covid i just feel like we're all kind of knitting these fall looks and fall outfits with that sense of hope that i talked about that we'll be able to share all our fall looks and i I love seeing everyone's fall looks so much. You, I feel like you, sometimes you get a little peek into everyone's personal style and sometimes a little peek into their house or their yard. Mm -hmm. And that's always fun. And of course, like you were talking about boots. I love seeing boots. I love seeing (laughs) hats. I love all the colors. So it, it was really fun to go through this thread again and again and, Even just now, I just clicked on it, and I think there was something else added to it since I looked. So, oh, nice! It's it's fun. No, I guess not. It just clicked on to the last page, but no, that was added 15 days ago. So it's it wasn't new, but it's just fun seeing little peeks into people's personal style and their lives. (laughs) I agree, it is fun. And we had 120 people who participated and 163 projects in the FO thread. Which I'm just amazed because I think in years past we have had more and I expected it to be lower just because people's, I feel like people's productivity and mood is different this year. Mm-hmm. So every everything is different this year. So I was really pleased that so many people decided to come out and play with us. <laughs> I agree. And we had quite a few people who said it was their first knit along ever. So. Yeah, that's Yay. true. Yeah. And I have picked some highlights. Have you? I have a few. Yeah, it was really hard for me because I texted Gail yesterday. She asked me, have you looked at everything in the thread? And I said, yes, but I want to mention Every single one, because (laughs) they were all so wonderful and inspiring. And I want to give everybody a skein of yarn and hope for the future, you know? (laughs) (laughs) If only we could. (laughs) Yeah. It was just, I had a good time, obviously. So So let's talk about our highlights before we go through the prizes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I have several I loved all of them for different reasons, of course, but I have five highlights that I picked out. And the first one is Veronica, who is Willow Grove Knits. She knit the coolest sweater. The pattern is called Incredible Custom Fit Raglan, but she completely personalized it. And it's a high slit cabled raglan with a turtleneck and the top is cropped and the back is long. And it is so, so cool. I saw that and instantly clicked to see what the pattern name was and saw, oh man, she basically made this herself. There's no way I can knit this. But it's beautiful. And she had some other great projects, including thigh high socks. And that takes serious commitment. Yes, it does. That was the incredible custom fit raglan. Okay. And one of the projects that really made me gasp because I love birds was knit by Irina B. And she knit a pattern called the Swallow Sweater. It is number, the, it's entry number 58 in the Ravelry thread. And 
The design is pretty amazing. It's got a yoke of flying swallows. And behind the swallows, they're kind of trailing little contrast stitches behind them. So it's just a circular parade of these swallows going around the top of the sweater. It's pretty Isn't that one cool? amazing. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's an amazing design. It, she lives in she, Bermuda. I pinged her about the sweater and she oh, said, did? they're not swallows. They're long tails. She sent me a picture oh. of the birds that live there. They're these white, amazing birds with the longest, beautiful tail. Oh, and, well, you have to oh, send me that picture. I yeah, want to see that beautiful. because the sweater is called the swallow sweater. So yeah. I just assumed they were swallows. Sa- same with me. Yeah. But it's very, very cool. Very, very cool. The way that the pattern just goes around and around. Beautiful. I love it. And of course, she did a wonderful, wonderful color choice. She's got kind of a neutral and then the swallows in white. And you, because you said she lived in Bermuda, she's got a picture of her standing beside what looks like a swimming pool or maybe a pond. (laughs) Very nice. And speaking of color work, one of my favorites were Terry Holiday. She did Katie's Kep and Harriet's Mitts, both color work Mm -hmm. in matching colors. They're so pretty. They're the happiest, brightest colors. And all I could think was when she takes Sassy for a walk, she's going to have these super bright mittens and hat on. And it's going to be the cheeriest thing to see in the cold where she lives to see her walking down the street with her little pooch. So <laughs> Sassy will be happy with mom's hat and gloves. Those yes. are super cute, Terry. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to find, I wrote down the number. I am zooming out to entry number. Oh, I obviously wrote down the wrong entry number here. Yes, I did. I wrote down the wrong entry number, but it is from Mary, who is Coney Hot Dog. To, <laughs> She's next on my list, too. <laughs> okay, 2004. <laughs> she has a crocheted block sweater. It's called the Rona sweater, and it's a pattern from Rowan Magazine. I want to say 10 or maybe 11 years ago. And this is the most amazing design and the most amazing, just her execution of the design is amazing and beautiful. The fact that she's crocheted 132 of these blocks and put them all together, just stunning. Absolutely it's stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. And she has been a very regular attendee at the Saturday Zooms that we're doing. Yes. And so we we were able to watch her progression on the sweater. So we watched, you know, this week she had this many blocks done and her husband made her this really cool little blocking thing for each of the blocks. And it was really fun to watch the journey of the sweater. And it's so pretty, Mary. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And the cool thing is that I was familiar with this pattern. I I remember seeing this pattern years and years ago, and I remember seeing it again and again over the years because it's one of those patterns that, for me, it would be something that I would probably work on for years. Work, you know, work on your little squares, take it out, like kind of like a blanket. You work on it sometimes, and then you put it away, and it's yeah, it's it's beautiful though. It's a masterpiece. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) And I also loved Carol, who her Ravelry name is C-M-Y-E-H. She knit matching sweaters for herself and her daughter. They're the lifesaver cardigans. Yeah, those are amazing. They're stunning. And for her, it was a first in a lot of different things as she was knitting them. And they look so cute together. They're beautiful sweaters. They look amazing on them. So I really loved those as well. And then I am scrolling down to entry number 69 that is from Jennifer SC. She had a couple of items. She had a hat. She had a 
pullover that is called the Sunday Tea. But the one thing that really caught my eye about her entry was I love the way she posed it with two different colors of pants. She pulled out her clogs. She pulled out her boots. She photographed some earrings. We really got a whole put together look from her and different ways that she could style it, which was so fun. (laughs) Very fun. So I loved seeing that. Thank you. All right. Any more? Should we go through the prizes? I had one more. Let me get to entry number 75. It is from A.M. Rivers 3. And she also had a couple of things. She knit some mitts. She knit a hat. But the unifying thing was the color. Everything had the yellow in it. Everything had a little bit of yellow. The mitts were color work, but they were silver and gold. And then the hat was in yellow. And she's got this beautiful love note that, oh, it makes me want to knit a yellow love note. Yes. (laughs) Gorgeous. So I might be making a yellow love note now. (laughs) (laughs) So you picked a couple of entries for prizes, Gail? Yes. So we did random number generator as always, and we had some donated prizes and we actually donated some prizes as well because we are just in that kind of mood. (laughs) So the first winner is post number 97. That's Melissa and Ravelry name is N-H-A-K-A. She knit an Odyssey shawl, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. And her prize is from Karen, who is Majka on Ravelry. And Karen made these really cute little yarn bags. So they're meant to hold a single skein of yarn as, you know, like a yarn cozy. And they're matching. So if you're working on color work or two at a time socks or something like that, you have these little cute little yarn bags. So Melissa wins a pair of yarn bags that are Halloween fabric, perfect for fall. And the next winner is post number 18, Brenda Castile, who is good stuff on Ravelry. And I love it when karma comes around because Brenda has donated so many prizes to our knit-alongs over the years. Yes, she has. Yep, here she goes. She (laughs) won a prize and I love it. She designed a beautiful scarf for the colors of fall called color pop and it's black and white houndstooth with hot pink accents and it's gorgeous it's really really cool so she wins a set of yarn bags as well and those ones are in a really adorable knitting themed fabric and then the third winner from karen's yarn bags is Melanie, who is Vegan Monkey Mama, and I talked about her garden gate as one of my favorite projects earlier on in the knit along. Yeah. She knit the garden gate mm-hmm. by Jennifer Steingass, which was hot pink with black color work. Yeah. Yolk. Very Stunning. cool. Very cool. And then she also knit Little Bird by Vera Valimaki. And this is cool because she went off of your Little Bird because right. she liked she the knit num- it shorter. Exactly. She was looking at your project as her inspiration. And she recycled that yarn. She knit (laughs) a wispy by Hannah Fettig, or maybe it was a featherweight, one of those, with this Madeline Tosh lace weight. And she decided she was never going to wear it. So she ripped it out and knit a little bird. That's fantastic. Yeah, that is. So way to go, Melanie. You also get a set of yarn bags in the knitting fabric. And thank you, Karen, so much for donating those. Yay. I have to say for me, this palette was the least inspiring palette since we've started the Colors of Fall event. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. In so many ways. I was so uninspired by these yeah. colors. Yeah. So 2021, let's have some better colors. You know? <laughs> I hope I'm, so. I'm interested to see what will be the future color of the year for 2021 i'm surprised they haven't announced that yet it's probably coming fairly soon soon yeah Yeah. they like everybody else are delayed yes that's true So we have some more prizes did you oh i'm sorry i didn't know that you had oh no worries (laughs) 
The next prize winner is post number 73, and that's Joyce, and her Ravelry name is These Joys, and she knit a camp-size cardigan in the most beautiful blue. It's gorgeous, a navy, just slightly tonal gorgeous. And she wins the prize from Mary, Coney Hot Dog 20, or 2004. Oh. Her husband is the woodworker, and he made a yarn bowl. That's beautiful. We got to see it on a Zoom call. And he also made this adorable little container that will hold stitch markers. So it has its own little lid and everything. So that's a really wonderful prize. Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful handmade prizes. So, and Mary has told very adorable stories about her husband and his crafting with things like, oh, I can use that yarn to tie things for fishing. And yes. <laughs> yeah. he's knitting adjacent. Very cool. Okay. Post number 101, Emily, who is M2 Paws Up. She knit a beautiful dotted raised shawl, which she styled with her Markley sweater. So that was pretty cool. And she wins a prize donated by Sarah, who is Sarah Nicole on Ravelry. She is donating a $50 gift gift certificate for candy scanned yarn. Wow. So thank you, Sarah. That was incredibly thoughtful. And I'm sure Emily will Very love- generous. Yep. Emily will love Tammy's yarn because <laughs> Tammy's yarn is amazing. Yes. All right. Next winner is post number seven, Andrea, who is Andrea in BC. And she knit the Yorlin cardigan by Kate Oates, which is one that you and I had stocked. And yes. she styled it in two different looks that were really cool. And this is a prize for me. I'm donating a $10 pattern download. So Ravelry or any other source you want, $10 pattern download. And then the next winner is 103 Veronica Willow Grove Knits, that cropped blocky sweater that I was just talking about, which was one of my highlights. (laughs) (laughs) So she also, Veronica, you also win a $10 pattern download for me. So pick a pattern and let me know. Actually, everybody who wins a pat or pro- everyone who wins a prize, please contact me, Gailey Whaley on Ravelry. Or if you aren't using Ravelry, you can email the Yarniacs podcast at yahoo.com. Next winner is post number 12, Crystal, Crystal 81, and she knit the Fantouche shawl. And you guys have got to go read her post on post number 12. Her Fantu shawl has a story behind it. She was caught in a wildfire in a campground and she and her neighboring campers all helped each other get to safety. And it's just the most touching story of human kindness. And she knit this shawl to remind herself of how kind people can be in times of need. Nice. So Yeah, with all of the wildfires that have happened this year, that story just touched my heart. Mm -hmm. And she also knit all sorts of other stuff. She was very, (laughs) very productive. And Crystal, you win a skein of self-striping yarn from Knitterly Things. It's their Vesper sock base in Wildberries. So I'm donating that from my stash as well. So hopefully with your, you knit some other socks. So I have a feeling that self-striping yarn will be something you'll appreciate. And our last prize, again, Karma, post number 125, Robbie, boxy sweater gal. Oh. She knit Nikki the gnome and she styled Nikki with the little <laughs> kitty cat that she knit. And Nikki likes to search for beach glass and she was posed in front of a beautiful piece of beach glass. Woo-hoo. And I can't think of a better recipient for a prize. Yeah, and for sure. The Yarny Ice Podcast is sponsoring a $30 gift certificate to Western Sky Knits. So Robbie you get to do a little shopping on the <laughs> So again, if you want a prize, please contact me either Gailey Whaley on Ravelry or the Yarniacs podcast at yahoo.com and we'll get y'all scored away. So thank you everybody who knit along with us and just makes me happy. It makes my heart happy. So thank Definitely. you for participating. <laughs> and one more comment I wanted to make was that there were a couple comments in the finished object thread from listeners who felt a little self-conscious about their appearance, but they went ahead and posted anyway. And I wanted to say thank you for joining in and sharing your 
yourself and your project and for bravely putting yourself out there. We think all of your projects are beautiful and loved seeing them. Cannot yes. stress that. Loved seeing them. So yes. thank you. <laughs> yes, please don't ever feel self-conscious in our group because we're all individuals and we're all special. Period. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay so thanks for listening. Happy knitting. Happy knitting, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.